Welcome back to That's Golden. I'm Elizabeth. And uh, why was the queen antsy? Because <laughs> she was the queen of the ants. And I'm curious. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to be talking about purse and talent. No. Oh my god! We're going to talk about purse and No, no, we must restart. We, no, no, we're not. We're, we're keeping it. it. Except we, for the ant joke. I need to cut that out. No. No, no it was, keep it. That was so bad. It was so bad oh that it was good. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, sorry. The levels, the levels, guys. They're so loud. We gotta keep the levels. Okay, up. so funny story. Completely um, fun. No, no sadness over this. Um, so we recorded this this episode a couple weeks ago. Yep. And then uh, I listened to the audio back and realized um, my phone was still connected to my Bluetooth adapter when we recorded it. So all of the audio sounds like it was underwater and in a cave. Things you don't want. My head was underwater. And so (laughs) we just decided to move on. We we recorded um, our interview with Santos last week, and this week we're re-recording our our personalities episode. Um, so we're gonna go into our Enneagram, yes, our Myers Briggs, and bread. Oh, and our Harry Potter house, right? We were going to say that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to take a bunch of tests because I've never read the books or watched the movies. Right. Um, yeah, I live a sad life. Oh, <laughs> and your Patronus and that tells us. Th- there's oh, a lot of right. Things. Well, okay. I didn't save my Patronus for that quiz. Sorry. But well, it was remember the, what it was. Yeah, right? I think I remember what it was. It was some kind of, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, let's start with Myers-Briggs and let's try to keep these not really short, but like to the basics. Yes. Oh, also, real quick, before we do the Myers-Briggs, I would, if you're going to take a personality test, I would recommend maybe, I would say, like, the 16 personalities one. I think that's the main one. Mm-hmm. Enneagram um, coach. And then for the Enneagram, yeah, there's Enneagram coach. I can't remember where it makes you give it you its, like, email, but you can always, like, unsubscribe from it later. Sick. So, do you want me to go first? Uh, go for it. All right. So, my Myers-Briggs is, like, the debater. Which is ENTP. So that stands for extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and perspective, I believe. Also, I think I'm the assertive type of ENTP. Um, pretty sure it was like mostly assertive, like very high percentage. Um, and here's like an overview. They tend to be bold and creative, deconstructing and rebuilding ideas with great mental agility. They pursue their goals vigorously despite any resistance they may encounter. And then strengths would be, apparently, I say apparently, I don't want to accept this as my, <laughs> uh, allegedly, remember the, allegedly, yeah. I'm knowledgeable, a quick thinker, original, charismatic, energetic. Yeah. And then allegedly, my weaknesses, <laughs> allegedly, if I had weaknesses, yeah, they would be, if I had them, like, not like I do or anything, argumentative, <laughs> insensitive, mm-hmm. intolerant, and difficulty focusing. Interesting. That's that's the truth that yeah and then some famous apparently some famous ENTPs I don't know how they get some of these but Mark Twain Tom Hanks Thomas Edison (laughs) Captain Jack Sparrow I'm very proud of that I just watched you've got mail yesterday for the first time well I've never heard of that one so it's like (laughs) okay like basically every male like actor in Hollywood has a rom-com pretty much yeah not not more recently like how do Sandler has one like come on everyone has one and you've got mail as Tom Hanks, basically. Okay, cool. I also watched Matthew McConaughey's. That was interesting. It's called The Wedding Planner. Oh, that's I think you good. talked about it. 
I Maybe not. don't know. That one is weird. I don't like Matthew McConaughey that much, so I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> okay, also, um, the Joker. Jim Halpert, apparently. I see different things, Jim. but apparently Jim is an ENTP. And then Felicity, I don't know how to say her last name, but you know, she's in the Arrow and the Flash. Yeah. I loved her. I always thought she was like me, and it turns out, apparently so. You are correct. Yeah, and I think that's about it, but... I think I fit the stereotype of ENTP very well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Um. Okay, so for Enneagram... Not Enneagram. Oh my gosh. I, I keep doing this. <laughs> she loves for, the Enneagram. I, for some people, like, you might lean more towards Myers-Briggs or you might lean more towards Enneagram. It really doesn't matter, but I lean more towards Enneagram. But for Myers-Briggs, I'm an INFJ, which is a judgmental type. <laughs> <laughs> a little laugh. <laughs> um, I'm definitely the assertive um type the overview is tends to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination their inner vision personal values in a quiet principled vi- version of human <laughs> and they're good ra- readers as well i'm a terrible reader <laughs> okay they're amazing readers <laughs> version of humanism guide them in all things oh my gosh i couldn't read that either i was like human <laughs> my strengths Allegedly. Allegedly. Are um, creative, insightful, principled, um, passionate. Yes, you and are. And altruistic. And we looked up the definition of altruistic. But we forgot it again. Yes. Um, I think it means I'm just genuine. And I, I want like to say help, it was something And like I like that. to give and help people, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like you like serving others, but not necessarily for something in return or something. Yes. It's like your natural instinct. Showing a disinterest and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Thank you, person in the back. Wait, showing a disinterest? Wait. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. That took a turn. Yep. It says disinterest and selfless. What? Wait. Read that one more time. Showing <laughs> disinterest. Disinterested and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Oh, okay. Disinterested and selfless concern? Mm-hmm. Or okay. in other words, unselfish. Okay. Here's the thing. I serve people, like, that's, like, the way that I, like, show love. It's one of, I don't know if it's one of my top level. It's just a way that it presents itself most frequently for me to care for people. It's not necessarily something that's, like, one of my top love languages or anything. Love languages. We should do a podcast on love languages. I actually was going to bring that up. <laughs> anyway. But when I do serve, I don't really look for stuff back, but... I do kind of hope that there's some kind of acknowledgement. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people. I feel are like that's like just that. like the. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't like to say that because it takes away from serving. But it, whenever someone serves me, I'm always like, I I know how much I enjoy that, so I'm gonna thank them generously. Yeah, I think words of affirmation might be your. Love. Oh yeah, words of affirmation so is my top loving. Okay, well that so, makes oh, sense. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Karis is having revelations out here, guys. Guys. She is learning things. I am the smartest. Alright. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Okay, allegedly. And also, this and is also not a fact. I can no. read. Um, allegedly. And my, <laughs> and my weaknesses are allegedly, I'm sensitive to criticism, which is very true. Remember? Okay, the last time we... Pre- <laughs> the last time we recorded this, I'm going to expose Karis a little Yes, bit. please do. I was going to tell you. She uh, said that she wasn't really sensitive to I was criticism. like, I don't think I'm that sensitive She's like, to I criticism. don't take it that hard. Then later that day, she goes, she texts me, she goes, Izzy, <laughs> I am sensitive to criticism. <laughs> and I was like, me too, okay? I was like, like it, I am so sometimes sensitive to criticism. Sometimes it stings a little bit. Like, it's not 
you can't just like take everything like a stone wall. Like I take criticism so hard, but in yeah, the end, well, it's good for me. I just well, take it really hard at the beginning. Of, sometimes, if you take it too constructive hard, constructive criticism not. is good. Yeah, if you take it too hard, then it's not gonna be good for you. But <laughs> yeah, I hope you take it the right way. Anyways, um, yeah. I'm learning too. Okay, and then I'm reluctant to open up, which I'm getting better at, but I do know where this is coming from. Yeah. Um, professionistic, definitely, and avoiding the ordinary. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I just kind of want to do uh, more than what's been done, I guess. Yeah, same. Um, I feel like a lot of people want to do that. And prone to burnout, and that one is huge. <laughs> I burn out of everything. But then, I'll, like, I'll come back to it, but, like, I will burn out so quickly. You also seem to work really hard at certain things and take a lot of your time into those things. So I would understand how you would burn out. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, this podcast is good because I only work on it two days a week. Whereas other things, like, if I'm playing a video game, I'll, like, play it every single day, and then I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. And then two mm. months later, I'll pick it up again. So you kind of get obsessed with things. Yes. So this is this kind of hobby is good because it's purpose... I, I have to space it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I edit on Sundays, we record on Thursdays, and it has to be that way. And I can't do, like, 15 podcast things every day, you know? Good. Yeah. Good. And that's why this is a healthy thing for And me. this is fun. This is not a job. So exactly. Great. Well, I mean, I even burn out of art sometimes, so. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I do art twice a year, so what does that tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe I should do something. And it's like, I have, like, 15 homework assignments, and then it's, like, 6 o'clock on a Friday night. I don't know what it is. And then I'm like, you Friday know what? Nights. I'm going to start an artwork. Yes. That I will not complete to the best of my ability. Because yes. I will do it badly. <laughs> and that's just how it be. It'd be like that Alright, do you want to move on to Enneagram or Hogwarts houses? <laughs> uh, Hogwarts. Okay. That's what we're doing. Cool. Um, what are you? I, okay, I took four tests just to be sure. Though everyone says I'm a Slytherin and I agree. So, Slytherin. Nice. It works the best with my, with aesthetic. <laughs> But basically, the idea is cunning seeks power, success, you know, that kind of stuff. It works. And if it was, like, down to it, they would value success over personal relationships, which I feel like is honestly kind of accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. <laughs> We're right beside a dumpster, so that might not... <laughs> Don't so expose us! No, we're in a very safe place. It's just... It's a loud dumpster, that's all. Anyways, yeah. Slytherin. Snake. I'm not a snake, though, I promise. <laughs> I hope. Oh. Um, I am a Gryffindor. So, so, are we, like, opposites then, kind of? Well, uh... Hold on, I'm looking at the Gryffindor traits. Um, no. Gryffindor is, I want to say it's opposites. Um, Gryffindor is more focusing on bravery, courage, chivalry, and determination. Yeah. Determination, it's interesting that that is listed, because that's, like, my favorite word ever. Hmm. Determination. Nice. So, I don't know. That, that's cool. Anyway, um, yeah, they aren't really opposites, mm -hmm. but, like, I guess in the movies they have, like, a rivalry. Yeah, that's what I was that's, meaning. That's more of just, like, their school history. My Patronus is, uh, is a lynx. And I think mine is... Soul. I can't remember what the name was. Cat. Ellie, do you remember? It was like a three-headed snake thing. Yeah. That has, like, magical powers with it. I mean, I actually, that's the point of all of them. Sorry. Yeah. Mine's just a regular old lynx. <laughs> but it's cool. He's so cute. His little ears have little tail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like So you're like a like cat, that. but not just like a tabby cat. Kind of like a dog cat. A <laughs> dog cat. 
Like lynx, like are they dogs or cats? They're no, definitely cats, definitely, but they act cats, like dogs. They're, 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 what? What? No, really? they're predators, like dogs, like well, wolves. Cats are predators. Tigers, lions, like panthers, jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars. Okay, sorry. Lions, I'm an cougars. idiot. I'm just saying. The I, thought same thing I thought we knew this. I thought we knew this. Maybe all those things are dogs. This is. <laughs> this is a new wait, wait, wait. Plot twist. Everything's a dog. Okay. Everything that is a predator is a dog. A cow is a dog. <laughs> Cows are predators. Okay. <laughs> Unless. Well. <hold> okay. <laughs> wait. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Moving Bread? on is a predator. <laughs> Bread. Oh. Predator or not. Centipede. Wait, hold on. Centipede. Yeah, it's like the song Centipede. We used the to giant didn't, didn't we a have predator. a joke about a centipede? There was a joke a long time ago. There are jokes about a lot of things. I know, but like I can't remember, but it was really funny. Anyway, so um, bread. I'm banana bread. Oh, you're a banana bread? I'm banana bread. Guess what? Yeah. I'm a French baguette. Okay. I see I'm, that. I'm international and popular. I forgot to look at the description of banana Plus, bread. Plus, I'm super versatile. <laughs> Whatever that means. You're, yeah. As a bread. Yeah, I can, I'm, I'm just trusty old banana bread. <laughs> yeah. So, we are... We Breads, Myers-Briggs, and Harry Potter gals. Alright, I got a lot to say about the ending. Actually, maybe not that much, but I love the ending. You should definitely go into it. Okay. Okay, this is this is my time to shine. It is your time. I'm gonna try to keep it somewhat short though. Um, I'm a six wing seven. Hi. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Ellie six- voice is what I think. <laughs> Not that I was thinking that <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I'm a six wing seven. Um they say that's like the committed, security oriented type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Ooh, kinda sus. Specifically, the six wing seven is the buddy. Am I a buddy? You're my buddy. Am I a buddy? That person in the backseat? Yeah. I am? I mean, technically, you're banana nut bread, but you're also a buddy. No, I'm just banana. I was not that? No. Nut. She's not that cool. <laughs> Basic fear is being without support or guidance. Um, that feels that yeah, community is a big deal. Love that. Um, but without it, that would be uh, super bad. And I would probably spiral into nothingness. Addiction. Yes, actually, <laughs> um, Enneagram 6s are the most prone to addiction, oh. which is actually pretty interesting. Um, for example, like, uh, like workaholics, um, alcoholism, caffeine addictions, um, like any kind of addiction you can think, um, drug abuse, yeah, those are Enneagram 6s. So, that's a good thing to look out for. It's good, sometimes it's good to be aware of these things. Or even if you're just doing something, like, super-duper repetitively, right. you need to stop. Like, because workaholic, like, at first it could be like, I'm getting so much done, like, this is great, mm-hmm. but at the same time, And then like, it becomes an obsession. I do yeah. have obsessive tendencies. I mean, I do, too. Um, basic desires have security and support. Kind of just talked about that. Um, key motivations come right after that, like, wanting security, wanting to be supported, um, wanting reassurance. I ask for advice, or not advice, but, like, um, input from everyone on everything. Fun, fun fact. Um, some people that are in your six sevens, um, Steve Harrington. Who's that? From Stranger Things. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay, so there's this one scene in, I think it's season two, um, where he somehow ends up to where he is with all of these, like, he's, like, a senior in high school at this point, 
and he's with all these middle school to high schoolers like maybe freshmen to the most I don't really know the storyline like the timeline I mean um but he's with these kids and he immediately is like takes control takes them under his wing and that is like I watched that and I was like oh my gosh that's exactly that's like that's like me he he throws a dish towel over his shoulder and he's like this is time to go (laughs) they kill a bunch of stuff but that's besides the point that Um, sounds like something you would do in that kind of situation so Ron Weasley and Nick Miller from New Girl. Yep. I can see that, except you're not quite as... I feel like he would be more like... I know this is is Myers-Briggs, but he would be more turbulent. I would agree with that. I think you're a little more like... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just... He's like more of an unhealthy six-wing seven, I I agree, but Nick Miller, you know, you gotta gotta shout him out. Also, Piglet. Fun fact. Oh, Piglet. Yeah. I have a Winnie the Pooh character that I, I think I found. It's okay. I don't know what I can do. Um, I go down with the ship, with relationships and other kinds of things. So like, ride, ride till, ride till you die. I guess. Nope. Ride right. till you die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I fight for my beliefs more, f- or like my beliefs or my community more fiercely than I would fight for myself. Um, mm, central issue for type sixes are our failure of self confidence. Oh, you Love said that. that so happy. Well, I'm so sad. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, this is the the big thing that I'm gonna end it on. Okay. Okay. Pre- prepare. Prepare. All right. You've heard this already because we already. I this. don't even remember what you're gonna say. Um, <laughs> six is fear making important decisions. Although at the same time they resist having anyone else make decisions for them, they want to avoid being controlled, but are also afraid of taking responsibility in a way that might put them in the line of fire. Um, the oh, old Japanese the adage that says the blade of grass that grows too high gets chopped off. Um, this is all from the Enneagram Institute, by the way. Well, um, most of it is. Some of it was just my own research. Um, great resource. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, I'll lead until there's some kind of risk and then I'll be like, oh, well, it was this person's idea. And then I'm like, wait, I should have <laughs> just taken responsibility for that because there was actually no risk. And yeah. Pointless little things like that. Yeah. So does that mean like kind of like that would be like a fear of people in a way like what definitely opinions would be for okay. sure absolutely 100% every day every day wow it's every day sounds bro. kind of exhausting whoa definitely it's every day wait why are you singing that's that's not yeah I don't want to sing that song I'll ever cut again. it I'll cut it <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it it's okay um so I am an eight wing seven on the Enneagram I believe uh, it took me a while, and when I say a while, probably like a year to figure out what my Enneagram type was, because basically eights, when they're unhealthy, will go to like five, so mm-hmm. I thought I was a five for the longest time, but it just turns out I was kind of going through it, so mm-hmm. anyways, mm-hmm. and then in, like, when they're healthy, they would, like, take on some of the tendencies of a type two, so, mm-hmm. like, being the more, like, serving and, like, stuff like that, so, yeah, um, uh, A-Wing 7's core fear, we're just gonna jump right into that, is being weak, vulnerable, controlled, manipulated, or underestimated. So, yeah, I, I, basically the whole thing with an 8 is control freak. Mm. Um, and then they do not want to be manipulated. So, that's kind of where, like, for me, I would say, like, trust kind of comes in. Like, mm-hmm. it can be very hard for me to trust people, or I, like, trust people really easily with certain things, but other things I'm like, No. Like, there's certain things I just do not say. I mean, I feel like that's kind of normal. Like, there's certain things that you just have off limits, but some things I just, like, nope, I don't trust anyone with that at all. Mm-hmm. Core desire to have control, again, 
and then to defend others and themselves and to like bring justice to situations. So basically, I really want justice a lot, which sounds pretty accurate because I kind of talk about that, I feel like, a lot. Um, like one time, I think I told this story in the last recording, but one time when I was like nine, basically, I was really argumentative when I was younger. Like, I can still be argumentative, but it was like bad. Like, it would take my mom off like a lot. Because I would just argue about little things. Because I wanted them to be, like, right. Like, in my mind, if someone said something wrong, I was like, it needs to be, like, right. Like, like it needs to be truthful and everything. And so I would correct them. And my mom would be like, stop it. Is it just your little brother? Like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but then one time when I was, like, going to bed, I was like, I just want to have, like, you know, like, find truth. And, like, bring justice. And my mom's like, okay, good night. <laughs> But the fact that I said that when I was nine, I feel like that's pretty clear. She was like, all right. She's like, okay, that's a funny excuse. I get that's bed. great. Um, sleep, sleep well. <laughs> Thinking about justice. <laughs> uh, just plotting your revenge. Well, revenge isn't justice, but. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I plot revenge, and other times I'm just kind of like, let's let's let it run its course. Let's let karma do its thing. Karma's not a thing, though. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe in karma, but I, it's just kind of like. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll give stuff up. Yeah, sometimes you just let it go. Yeah. That's what you mean, yeah. Letting go is definitely a skill, and if you have it, good for you. Don't take it for granted. I've learned right. to learn how to let go. Oh, wow, Karis. Okay. <laughs> dark past. Jeez. <laughs> You're really exposing yourself out here. Really, really that's don't. what we do. Yeah, we really just get on here and just spout stuff. Yeah, somebody was referencing something I said, and I was like, I don't think I said that. I think they might have heard me wrong, but I was like, that's kind of important that people don't think that about me because, like, oopsies. Oh, so that's a good point. Yeah. Sick. Uh, anyways, not to make you overthink anything but that you've ever said, um, so my strengths are, uh, for eight weeks I've been confident, strong, decisive, protective, natural leader, and empowering. Mm. And then weaknesses nice. would be anger, domineering, excessive, uh, difficulty following rules at times, and being perceived as intimidating. It's not saying intimidating, but, like, people th- might think you are at mm-hmm. first sight. And also, I think that is accurate, because when we did the Google Form thing, somebody said that they thought I was a little intimidating or something mm-hmm. like that when they first met me. Or I was just a little bit, like, much or mm-hmm. something. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. I have famous eights would be Cat Stratford, like, from 10 Things I Hate About You. <gasps> I was like, let's go. I was like, yeah. Except I'm. She's awesome. I love that movie. She's she's a little bit of an unhealthy eight. I would say. Yeah. She's, um, I mean, you know, we all. She it all turns happens. out better. You know, she can be fun. Gosh, I love that uh, I, Some of these I really am not a fan of. Uh, well, okay. Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Winston Churchill. Uh, all right, that's actually pretty good. I Matt Damon. Why, why, why aren't you a fan of Winston Churchill? <laughs> oh, I am. I was just like, after the, I don't know, basically like kind of, I don't know. That's a couple of world leaders, Matt yeah. Damon, and then Serena Williams. I'll take Serena. that. She's cool, very cool. So yeah, that's about what I came up with for the famous eights. But I think the main thing is that like, they kind of want power, control, um, and like kind of like trying to get justice so i think i don't know which one like myers-briggs or enneagram is more accurate for me mm-hmm. i feel like they both can be and you can see how they overlap which is interesting right. i'm glad that we 
did both of these mm-hmm. because they like show that. Um, but yeah, when you're like a healthy eight, you would be, like I said, like serving others and maybe easing off on the controls a little bit. Right. So hopefully, I don't know, hopefully I'm doing that. Also, if you take this test, a lot of times you can see like the levels of like health for mm-hmm. each type. So like, it's kind of, well, it could go either way, but it could, it could be that you look at your thing and you're like, oh wait, that unhealthy level matches me. And you're like, okay, that's not good. But it's kind of encouraging when you're like, oh wait, I'm like... It is I'm, nice to see I'm that you're actually average. growing. Like, you know? this is good. Wait, so you're eight, seven, right? Yeah, I think so. I think I've always kind of been more You're Rosa seven. Diaz? I don't know who that is, but... From Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I love Rosa. Also, apparently, Cece from New Girl. Cece's pretty cool. And then Stanley, Stanley Hudson. Okay, I'll take that one. I don't know who looks as Rosa as she's from. Stanley's like me in math class. <laughs> <laughs> Except for last week, I was, like, randomly positive. I was like, wow, that's so weird to be, like, optimistic. Aww. Like, <laughs> I should do that more often. Do you want to know what your 21 Pilot song is? Yes, I do. Um, for for self-title, you have Air Catcher. Uh, for Vessel, you have Trees. And then for Eight, I mean, uh, for Blurry Face, you have Lane Boy. And then I don't for know Trends, any you have of Nico and the Niners. Oh, then why did you ask? <laughs> No, 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 but I don't know any of those songs. But, like, I do know 21 Pilot songs. Got gotcha. you. For some reason, Interesting. Don't you should listen to those. Max? Maxine? Oh, oh my gosh. How did I forget From, that? um, Stranger Things? Mad Max. Yeah, she definitely... I feel like she's kind of my persona, for sure. I love Steve. Some she's people so think cool. Black Widow's is 6, um, 7, but I'm not sure if I agree with that. Would she be more of a 6, 5? I think she's more of an 8. 8, 9? I feel I like she's less nine. outgoing. That's true. Maybe she is a six. I just don't... It's hard to look at other people and think, oh, they're like what I am. Yeah, I think it might dive deep. Because I don't even... Deep into her personality in the Black Widow movie that's coming out this year. That's true. So you might be able to like... And I am so bad at seeing my own traits. <laughs> to me, I'm just kind of just a blob. A blob. Things. It's just so many... Just like, just things. Um... Yeah, but it can actually... These tests, the best thing about them is, like, obviously you can't, like, live your life by them or, like, right. blame things that people do on their Enneagram right. type. That's definitely not how it should be, but, it's like... It's just... It's really only for self-reflection mm-hmm. and for fun little discussions with your friends. And, like, also you can... I don't know. This has helped me see, like, hey, like, what personality type are you? And then I, like, do research into it. I'm kind of like oh, like, that's, that kind of does match them and, like, stuff like that, and I'm, like, when and then I see you can, things that they do, that's I'm, true. like, oh, know, that kind of makes I sense. I do use Instagram to better understand my friends. Yeah. Like, if I'm having a disagreement with someone, I'm, like, hold on. <laughs> You're, like, hold what on. What am I doing wrong? That must be the controlling part of you. <laughs> How am I mis, um, handling this situation? And most of the time, it's because the way they communicate is not, like, how I communicate. Oh, and so man. there's a, there's a mix-up there, and so then I can be, like, oh, well, I just need to either like be forward to them or maybe there's someone that like um would rather not look at con- like ma- rather not like it would make them more uncomfortable to yeah. face conflict and if that's some and it's a situation where like I can let it go it's not super serious and like obviously I'm gonna be like all right I don't need to put, like look at this anymore we can just drop it and that might make them more comfortable and if I'm fine with that then like I'm fine with that yeah so resolving conflict is 
a good thing to like be able to look at that. Say like I would say like um I'm trying to think. Maybe like a two versus an eight. Like I would go confront an eight about something. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's something like small, like they want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Like if someone has a problem with me, please just tell me. Like I I might take it a little bit like okay, but like I will definitely consider it, and I'm not gonna be hurt by it. Mm-hmm. Like but a two could mm-hmm. so like you might like some twos would like not like t- conflict and that's completely right. fine and it's interesting to see the triads of the enneagram like you were oh, saying yeah. yours are it's two eight and three right no no wait two eight and five five i don't know if that's a i think it's i think one nine and eight is like the gut triad oh yeah i'm thinking of something else i'm thinking of stressors and- oh yeah stresses and like yeah health. so like if i get more i'm more healthy when i look like a nine Mm. Um, and I'm worse when I look like a three, but threes are more healthy when they look like a six, and less when they look like a nine, and the nine look better as threes and oh, not as okay. sixes. Oh. Okay, cool. It, yeah, it, it it's all. This <laughs> <laughs> is kind of it all kind of intermingles. But yeah, they try. I'm a I'm a mind. A mind, interesting. And I thought one thing about the gut triad was interesting, or is it triad? I don't know. Try. I think we're in the south, so we say triad. Triad. It's tri tri-state area. <laughs> tri-state area. Got that good triad. <laughs> okay. 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 What were you gonna say? <laughs> Anyways, um, one thing is that they like feel things because their gut. It's like a lot of instinct-based mm-hmm. decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if they're gonna feel emotions and stuff, it's gonna be literally like how they're physically feeling. Mm-hmm. That explains a lot That's of why cool. I feel sick. Like. A lot. Not just because of uh, all my, like, food allergies and stuff. What? Guilt? (laughs) I don't don't experience a ton of guilt all the time. Oh, okay. Never mind. Wait, are you trying to, like, imply something? No. (laughs) No, um, but, like, for instance, if I'm anxious about something, I mean, I feel like that's kind of common that you would, like, feel bad, but, like, Mm -hmm. I will feel awful. So, I can, like, and I'm not even, might not even be thinking about it. Like, I'll be like, why do I feel bad? Mm-hmm. But, like, my emotions are so closely tied to how I physically feel. It mm-hmm. kind of sucks, honestly. And I can contrast that because I said guilt because that's the only emotion I feel where I feel sick. Oh, man. Guilt, yeah, mostly just guilt. And then everything else just, like, makes my, gives me a headache, which is, you know, I feel like that's usual when you're kind of experiencing an extreme emotion yeah. that's negative. Uh, but it's like, I either get a headache or I'm just really stuck in my head and I don't feel like anything's real. Like, I really mm. disassociate in that way. Interesting. So, yeah, that is really, like, mind-related. Yeah. So, yeah. Check that, on your friends whoa. who are it struggling is, in their mind or their gut really, or... Yeah. <laughs> anything. It's really Whatever interesting the other is. to... I think the other one's soul... How would you... I'm not sure. But, um... I think it's really cool to, like, discuss what's the similarities and differences between the two, um, different, like, side, like, different parts of the Enneagram spectrum. And that's about it. That's kind of the purpose of this discussion. Do we have anything else? Hopefully, maybe you could take a test and understand yourself a little more. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, honestly, a lot of it had to do for me about, like, forgiveness. Like, honestly, like, Mm. forgiving myself. I'm like, oh, that's why I act like that. Okay. Like, not saying everything I do is completely validated and fine. But but sometimes, before you can heal and grow, you need to know why. Yeah. And then, once you figure out why, you can be like, oh, okay, because I do this, then I need to adjust this part of my life, and then I won't be so, like, for me, I won't be so, um, judgmental or controlling or something. I just need to, like, shift this part of my life, and then, like, that's will help me grow into be a better person. Is the Enneagram Coach, like, a Christian website? Um, that's a great question. So, one thing that could really help with the Enneagram, especially, is some of the websites are kind of, like, weird, and they take it into, like, a spirituality thing, and, mm-hmm. like, do, like, talk about, like, stuff with crystals. It's, like, yeah, kind of I did weird. not run into that in my studies, um, but that's interesting. But, yeah, so you might want to make sure, like, what you're reading is, like more just like straightforward not necessarily as much of like the spirituality unless it's like with some with one website i can't remember if it's the enneagram coach or not it's gonna like talk about like how you can use your gifts you know like as a christian and mm-hmm. stuff like based on your enneagram which is really great that's and i think sick. that's amazing anyways i keep that's going about it hot spot and <laughs> what what wait is it not your hot spot Whose spot hotspot are you on? The dumpster's hotspot? I'm on someone's hotspot. Well, that's cool. Okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> try and find Christian sources or just sources that don't involve, like, weird spirituality yeah. concepts. Hey, and you should be yeah. good. Just, also, just that's a general rule. Just be, just be aware of yeah. what your resources are. Yeah, d- just do that. P- Life PSA. advice from Elizabeth and Karis. <laughs> the public service announcement of the day that is kind of off topic, kind of on topic. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyways, play. Yeah. All right. We're gonna go grab lunch. We're Peace out, guys. Lunch. Bye, guys.